0: Let's get ready to rumble. The Collective Debate. He's out, he's out! MMA. Love it or hate it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is
1: the main event of the evening. We're not here just
2: to take part. We're here to take over. now,
3: this is the moment
1: UFC fans watching around.
2: Welcome to Studio 8 of the RT Radio Centre in Dublin. Yes, you are listening to The Collective on 2FM, and in this episode, we bring you the MMA love-hate debate. Right now, I am standing in a full-size boxing ring in a radio studio surrounded by people who love MMA and people who hate MMA. Feel free to boo or cheer at any point. On the 26th of August 2017, UFC lightweight champion Conor McGregor will take on world boxing champion Floyd Mayweather in a fight worth hundreds of millions of dollars to both fighters. It's being called the money fight and is divided opinion all over Ireland and all over the world. This debate is about mixed martial arts, money, McGregor and much more. And during this debate we will try and find out if people think that MMA is a sport like boxing or is it just street fighting in a cage. And we do this, hopefully, without any punches thrown. Although, if that happens, so be it. If things get out of hand, I have a bell. And I'm not afraid to use it. During the debate, we want our studio audience to take part. And if you have something to say, please put your hand up. For the debate, we have studio audience here, as I mentioned, sitting outside the ring. But inside the ring, we have our guests, who I will introduce now. Former UFC fighter, Ash the Bash Daily. <laughs> She is in the blue corner. She is supporting mixed martial arts. Also in that corner, journalist with MMAFighting.com, Pete C. Carroll. Also in the blue corner, supporting mixed martial arts, MMA documentary maker, Mike Sheridan. In the red corner, supporting boxing, former Olympic silver medalist boxer, Kenneth Egan. And former Oscommon GA player, and now sports commentator, Shane Curran. Okay, we we'll kick off with you, Mike. Thank you very Lovely much. Lovely. Thank thanks, you very Keith. much for coming. No uh, worries. <laughs> Straight in there at the deep end. Um, so uh, for anyone listening, Mike, uh, very quickly, what is mixed martial arts?
4: Well, it's a combination of all of the combat sports, basically. So like wrestling, jiu-jitsu, uh, kickboxing, boxing, uh, kind of all brought together uh, in one space and one sport. And it is a sport. I'm going to just underline that right now. Yeah, let's get that out straight yeah. away. Okay. Well, I mean, like, I think anybody who says it isn't a sport is incredibly disrespectful to somebody like Ash Daley who has fought at the highest level and I think spent, what, Ash, 14 years getting your black belt yeah. in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So uh, that kind of dedication and um, you know clearly underlines that it's a sport
2: so why tell me tell me why is it a sport i mean I know, ash trains but lots of people train for things that aren't particularly a well sport, they compete
4: okay? well they compete and they compete at a professional level and it's really only in the last few years in particular as well since the emergence of conor mcgregor caught a paddy ash and all these guys getting into the ufc that has been more of a focus on mixed martial arts and ufc is the premier organization people sometimes mix up the sport with the premier organization like wwe isn't wrestling you know it's just a company it's the major company that does it Um, And I think when those guys kind of blew up, people were like, oh, this is a new thing. This is a new sport Um, or or new whatever you want to call it. Um, But in actuality, these guys have been doing this for 15 odd years. And my background is like i fought amateur. uh, But I spent, I made a documentary about four and a half years ago and I didn't really feel like I could commentate on the sport or comment on the sport unless I really immerse myself. And I realized not everybody uh, has that kind of luxury to do that. So I kind of immerse myself in the sport and I trained for it. And, and four and a half years later, I'm four, and four and a half years later, I still train. And I just couldn't have any more respect for Like, first of all, for any, any sportsman, anybody that's competed at that level in, in GA or in boxing, the Olympics is kind of as big as it gets there, but mixed martial arts, I just, I think people seem to comment on it without realizing the dedication that's involved. And I think that's just utterly disrespectful to the to these to these athletes that go out there and compete and put their body on the line.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you've done it. You've 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 practiced. You've trained. Yeah. Uh, did you ever get knocked out?
4: I've never been knocked out. No. Um. Like I mean, that like that's very rare even in a fight. And for for the vast majority of cases in a gym, sp- like a spar, you won't be knocked out unless you're training in a particularly rough. Uh, Jim, that's just not doing it right.
2: Yeah. Ah, you're right. You're a writer, um you've been you've been watching mixed martial arts for a long time. Take me back to the first time the UFC uh, came to Dublin. I think it was 2009. What was the MMA scene like back in Ireland back then?
5: Well, like there was a lot of interest. Like, I mean, there was diehard fans, and that's where you got the sell out there. But certainly. Uh, Conor McGregor has been the reason behind. Like he's the pied piper of Irish MMA. Really, he's he's brought the the real audience there. And I think um, a lot of the criticism comes from a lot of the people only watch Conor McGregor's fights, so they assume that everything is this massive build up. These uh, press conferences, that's tend to get out of hand an awful lot. And, you know, it, like the entertainment thing is always going to be there. It's like the entertainment and sport have to coexist in MMA. It's always been the way it's it, it's kind of been given. And now with the UFC and their new their new buyout, it's almost like the entertainment, it's, it's tipping more towards entertainment. So I do see where the criticism comes from. But if you watch the sport religiously and you see it each and every weekend, you know that it isn't actually like that all the time, you know, because it does get very... Uh, You know, you can draw comparisons with uh, WWE and pro wrestling with the way it's um, it's, it's delivered to the fan base. But certainly it is a sport. It's very different and it's very real.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people would say that, you know, is it a sport because of the entertainment? Like... If it was such a great sport, why do they need to to have that entertainment side to it?
5: Why does that exist? I think the promoters recognise that the entertainment aspect of it actually does, you know, it it gets more eyes, it gets more of the casual viewership. You aren't going to get the casual viewership with two jiu-jitsu players that don't really bring that big spectacle to a fight, even... Last, at the last big event, UFC 214, we saw Tyron Woodley win the uh, defender's welterweight title. He only landed 58 punches in that. But the real genius behind that fight was him not allowing Damian Moyer to take him to the ground. That wasn't a spectacle at all. But the UFC have basically punished Tyron Woodley for that performance by not giving him uh, a fight against Georges St-Pierre, one of the returning champions, one of the bigger pay-per-view draws. So, I mean, there is definitely... Um, you know, people do get punished for not having spectacles in MMA. Yeah, I
2: mean, I, I I suppose that's not fair because if you take the game of hurling, if someone plays defensively and they beat the other team by not allowing them to score, they're still going to go on to the next round. So why are people being punished by, by not having a knockout or not making exactly. a, a spectacle? Why but is that happening? This is
5: basically a criticism of the UFC, yeah. not the sport of MMA. It's that promotion in particular that are kind of geared towards entertainment. If you look at a fighter like Ben Askren, he wasn't signed with the UFC even though he was unbeaten completely dominant in his career because his wrestling style didn't really translate to pay-per-view draws he didn't get a contract basically you know and well he did say some things about the UFC as well but uh, the, the entertainment value was certainly a massive factor when it comes to the likes of the UFC. Shane, uh,
2: current goalkeeper um, extraordinaire for us common and uh, now a sports broadcaster is it a sport Shane?
3: Uh, I think, I suppose, in many ways it is, and I, and I think in many ways um, the athletes themselves and, and the people who are participating in it are sports people. I think what we have to do is differentiate um, the spectacle from the event. And um, that's maybe where I have a, a probably a, a sickness, really, around the actual, the actual whole stage-managed performance of it, uh, how it's promoted, the lack of respect that there is between um the the opponents um we see the the talking up and the it's a form of kind of pageantry I suppose in many ways. Um but I do concur with the guys in terms of, of um their their opinions in relation to the actual athletes. Um I think if you're looking at it in terms of sports psychology and, and the way people prepare for sports, you know, the four C's come come there. You know they've got the control, the commitment uh, they look forward to the challenge, and they're confident people. And I think in McGregor's case, he's obviously the kingpin. He's the guy, he's the showcase for it um, in this country, I suppose. He's the reason why so many people follow um, MMA. Um, but I think the whole area, it's, it's a bit like, I suppose, a reality TV show. You roll up, roll up, um, see the bearded lady in some cases, you know. And uh, that's, I think, maybe we all have a little bit of, of um, that will be on the anti-side. Um, is there, I disagree with is, you know
2: is, is there a little bit of begrudgery there then because I know like Conor McGregor would, would be happy to stand up there and say I am the the greatest and earn a lot of money and you know sort of he's got the he's got the bling bling going on I mean are, are, is it begrudgery is, is it begrudgery is that the, the part of the pageantry you don't like would you prefer if they were like amateur uh, Gaelic football players and that you know sort of they didn't have the money and they didn't have the audience they, they, they wanted you know no,
3: I think that's one of the reasons why you'd have to respect Conor McGregor so much is that he said he started out right from the get-go and he said it is really all about the ching-ching. And uh, that was his form of escapism. That was what he was chasing. Um, You know, Many people want to be famous for different things. I think if Conor McGregor had the skill to be a a Gaelic football, he would have went off and played Gaelic football, to be fair to him. If he had the skill to be a racing driver, he would have and been a racing driver. But he's seen um, something, he's seen a sport... Um, in inverted commas that could give him a form of escapism from what uh, was his reality and he chased that goal and he's to be commended from that, I think for that uh, in, in terms of what he's achieved himself personally but let's make no mistake about it this isn't about sport MMA is not about sport, MMA is about money and the guys have touched on that, it's, it's an Americanised um, monopoly around uh, I think around flagrantly breaking people Left, right, and centre. And in the ring, there's no respect inside or outside for the opponent, and uh, it's devoid of rules. Yeah, I mean,
2: I, I would put it to you, though, that I was at an under 16 football match <coughs> recently, and I, I could see uh, one management team telling other young, under 16 players to target another player, and who ended up being knocked out during the game uh, by these players. So, I mean, it does happen in GAA, you know, you're not, you know. You, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not all white in GA either
3: no it's not all white in the GAA and no sport is, is whiter than white but again I think what we have to look at I mean if you we'll go to boxing there's the Queensbury rules for example in boxing I mean, they're respected uh, and have been for, for generations but I think there's a whole other set of, of um, there's, a, there's, there's a whole other set really I think in MMA of really go and do what you like uh, to an opponent it's very very devoid of, of any rule, rule uh, kind yeah. of fraternity
5: the, yeah, yeah, the okay. unified rules of mixed martial arts uh, came into effect in 2000 and then the new unified uh, rules on mixed martial arts came into effect last year but some commissions have chosen not to take them so there definitely is a rule set in MMA uh, What do you think Ash of, of the comments?
6: I obviously completely disagree. There's plenty of rules in mixed martial arts, everything from the very, very obvious, from no biting, no eye gouging, no hair pulling, to smaller rule infringements, basically like if uh, a person has three points of contact with the mat at a certain point, you aren't allowed to, to strike them in the head with your feet, you know, there's plenty of different rules that are there for mixed martial arts, and um, I just couldn't agree any less with that statement. I, it's just I, I
4: think what happens is I think people may, maybe look at Conor McGregor and think he is the sport, which is a, which is a kind of an, you know, fair mistake to make in some respects. But I think people Google mixed martial arts and invariably the bloodiest fights from like Pride, you know, you're talking 10, 15 years ago where soccer kicks and stuff were allowed on the ground where a downed opponent could be kicked. That isn't the norm anymore. That doesn't happen. It still happens in Japan, but it doesn't happen in, in any Western promotions, not legally in any Western promotions. So of PT... And, and Ash, was saying oh, there, there are rules, and, and there are many rules, and it's just, I, I think it's very, very
3: gladiator-driven, though, um, Michael, in terms of, it's you know, the, the aspect, of the aesthetics of it. Oh, that's absolutely look, look, it's absolutely yeah. primal. It's yeah. primal, it yeah.
5: is, without a doubt, yeah. uh, that was actually the selling point. Like, I mean, this is this is a big problem as well. When MMA started, they were trying to go for that angle. You know what I mean? This has been a, this is a concerted effort to make the sport legitimate over the last maybe 15 years, sorry, 20 years with the, the likes of the rules coming in. But the problem is that they do have some hang-ups from the early days when they kind of had blood splats on the broadcast and two men enter, only one will leave. You know what I mean? This kind of stuff. But like that's the like that was a different promotion. Like this was that was a single promoter trying to sell. The most extreme spectacle that he could, and that was then bought by the UFC. Who have tr- sorry, Zufa, who then tried to legitimise the sport, and then it's been bought again. So I mean, it like I can understand it. I can understand that logic, but and and as well, like the point you made about the the respect, like that that couldn't. Be, that's very false. Like I mean, this is this is um, prize fighting. It's all about money. like Kenny, you're here, an amateur boxer. Um, like even when Paddy Barnes and Michael Conlon went pro this year, I was talking to them when they went pro, and they said. Now this is the entertainment business. Like sometimes these people really, really like each other, but they know what's the classic way to sell any fight? We don't like each other. And that's what most people will do.
2: But it is fair what Shane said, the respect goes out the window as soon as you start the the, the, the bout. I, I don't know I, about I don't that.
6: agree that the respect goes out the window. I think you're just witnessing the struggle between two competitors. Obviously, within the rules, both people want to win equally as much, so you're gonna push it as hard as you can to win the fight, but there's definitely I've seen guys in the middle of fights accidentally poke apologise in mid round for that you know what I mean there's definitely an element of respect
2: yeah I did see a fight recently and I, I, I excuse me for not knowing the names but there was three eye pokes and he didn't apologise at all and he seemed quite happy that he won the fight because the, his opponent was blinded and couldn't carry on and, there's and always what, an
6: what element of cheating in yeah. fights you know what I mean if you're going to abuse the rules and try and eye poke somebody when that's not legal that's up to the referee well,
5: at the, the time the new rules actually specify that you cannot have your hand outstretched like that will be hmm. a foul from but now and the
4: glove issue as well yeah that's
5: exactly. The
2: exactly the glove the the is. so what do you think about MMA uh, I suppose it was um, around the time when UFC came, you were winning your silver
7: medal uh, in the I Olympics. Think it was the year after. The year after, I, was it? Oh wait, I won my medal. So, so where was it on your radar
2: at all at that point? It wasn't. To be no. honest with
7: you, I didn't know anything about MMA. Um, I, I was just consumed in, in, in my own sport um, for that for the, the previous twenty years. So it was fairly new to me, and maybe I was ignorant at the time. I, I didn't know anything about it, so um, I I didn't understand it. You know, until obviously. You know, I would see Conor McGregor coming along. And I think he is carrying the UFC at the moment.
2: So what's your first introduction to MMA slash UFC when you saw Conor McGregor? You you weren't aware of it up to that point?
7: No, no, no. That's the truth now. So it was blind to me. I had no interest in it. Um, It wasn't on TV. I I didn't watch it on on TV. I didn't see it on TV. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, obviously he came around then and and how he carries himself and how he speaks and, 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 you know, that straight away draws attention to him. Um, And, you know, am I a fan of the sport? I've only watched Conor McGregor over the last couple of fights. I've seen it, it's been Conor McGregor because I wanted to see how he gets on. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't follow it. Like the boys mentioned a few names there. I'm puzzled. I don't. Honest to God, I just, I don't follow it. Why do I not follow it? Because I've, I've no interest in the sport. First and foremost, obviously, I follow, I follow Conor because he's Irish and how he fights. Um, I made a comment on Twitter a couple of years ago, slagging Conor about him. he was on the ground rolling around on the ground. Um, it was like something or Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, yeah. So now, I, th- I didn't know who Connor was at the time. So I just retweeted it, and of course, it blew up a storm. So, uh, but wh- what I seen What, in, what um, you, uh, what you uh,
2: said was when um, you, you, these guys, you guys see MMA, or other people see Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, something. Two, it was two just lad, it was two lads. Lad funny. On the ground. You know? Now, yeah.
7: like I said, that's me being ignorant. I didn't understand the sport. But from what I've seen of it, when two boys are on the ground, are wrestling, and they're wrestling for five minute rounds, it's not attractive to watch. It's, it's boring. But then, obviously, when Conor came around, and he's stand-up fighter. So Paul, like myself, box like myself, super left-hand, and made it more exciting to watch. And he's knocking out the people and how he's talking, another Muhammad Ali type, but a bit rougher than Ali, obviously, with his, his language and stuff, which I'm not a fan of because there's a lot of kids looking up to Conor all over the world, especially in Ireland. Yeah. And the way he carries himself is a little bit harsh.
4: I, I totally understand that point of view. And I think whatever about Conor McGregor's persona, you know, he might be the biggest name in the sport. He, he isn't the sport. There are, I think, 500 fight other fighters on the UFC roster alone. But even in saying that, the humility that Conor McGregor showed when he was beaten by Nate Diaz, yeah. and you know anybody who's lost something mm, like that, mm. they have to go out in front of an audience and to answer every single question. Ronda Rousey lost the last fight and went into hiding the last two fights and wouldn't speak to anybody. That's just an example within MMA. Conor came out, and to be fair to him, he held his hands up. He was like, he was better than me. I'm gonna train harder, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna get him again at the same weight class under the same, uh, as, as, the, as similar circumstances they could have. And I think there's something to be learned in that from well, people at home. Well,
7: I agree with that because he, like, he went out when he got beaten by uh, by Diaz and he came back down with a different game plan and he executed it perfectly and he and he won hands down. But it's how he, he was carrying himself. But it's but it's surely that all comes from boxing. His boxing stuff, well, obviously but, but, no, but he's a I history mean, well,
2: boxing. No, of no, boxing. What I mean his, is his, his, uh, the, the showmanship, the talk, you know, it's that's all from boxing.
7: But I don't know what he was like when he was 14 or 13 or 14 in, in, in a boxing club in Crumlin. Yeah, but what was I he mean behaving is, the same way?
2: What I mean is, like Ali did it. You know, of it, course, it, it, oh yeah, he's just copying to the, a certain degree. But yeah.
7: he's not copying Ali. He's going a bit further than Ali, you know. But I mean, in the t- De- in De- the talk. Derek Chisora and David but Hay like they, co- they co- threw oh, a glass bottle exactly. at each other yeah, right, at a press conference. It's disgusting. Chris Eubank used to come in on a
5: motorbike. I mean, this was a glass spectacle. It is a
7: spectacle. He's right, in what he's saying. It is a spectacle, and it's about putting bums on seats and pay per views. MMA is prize money. It's all about money, isn't it? At the end of the day, these lads are, are getting in and fighting
5: I, No, I, I think I think people don't understand that there's a massive gulf between what Conor McGregor yeah. is making and what other people are making. People who are on entry level UFC contracts barely make a living wage. Mm. So I mean why are they doing it? Yeah. They're competitors. That's that's why. And why why aren't they making a living out of it? But the, the money isn't there. I mean, the, the UFC are terrible. They don't pay people very well. I mean, that's, you see, when well, that's people. Well, not, that's not good then either, is it? Well, that's the UFC. That's a promotion. Like, yeah. they, they have to be criticised. I think what people don't realise is there is lots of criticisms here inside the sport. But to just say it's not a sport is kind of a cop out, you know what I mean? Cause it's no, a, it's,
7: it is hard to call it. You know, like, fair enough. It is a sport. And look, f- for me, I encourage any child to get involved in sport, first and foremost. Now, my own child, I don't think I'd let them into MMA. For me, it's just a bit too violent for me. The fact that I'm probably ignorant and I don't understand, as you mentioned, the various locks, hand locks, chokes, all that type of stuff, I'm ignorant in that sense because I don't follow it enough to understand the sport. And that's me with my hands up. But for me, watching it and seeing the fights that I've seen on the TV with the blood and the cuts and referees taking their time to get in and stop fights sometimes, it is a bit harsh. Uh, have you made money of the sport, Ash?
6: No. I haven't, Anything. No. Um, did you get pay?
7: Did you get a payday?
6: Yeah, no, nothing worth mentioning. No, I came into to the UFC through their reality TV show, which is called The Ultimate Fighter. So, The Ultimate Fighter, anybody who comes through that TV series, it's renowned as being a terrible contract. Is
2: that like the X Factor, like singers aren't? Make, um, something make a like that.
6: So the idea is that sixteen women go into a house. You're gonna fight people in the house. It'll whittle down to eight, and it'll whittle down to four, and then eventually there'll be be two people to fight for the belt at the end. Was the the idea for our like judges
2: house and the X Factor?
6: A little bit like that, except with fighting. Well, um, an actual fighting. <laughs> yeah, 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 and a lot more training yeah. involved. So, like Petey said, entry level UFC is really nothing to write home about. Like Connor is an exception. On so many levels, with the money that he's getting and what he's earning and the prospects that he has,
2: and you didn't make any money out of it, and you had to retire. Uh, it was a brain injury you had. In uh, yeah,
6: earlier on this year, I got a an MRI done, so basically our, our annual medical, and it showed that I had a little uh, mark in my brain that looked like it was evidence of a hemorrhage that mm. had happened some point earlier on in the year, which I can't pinpoint. I don't know whether it was training related or fight related, or.
2: So, what would you say to young people that want to get involved in it, like your experiences? I didn't make any money. I end up with a brain injury. I mean, for me, if that happened to me, I'd be worried. I'd probably say to my son, no, no." my experience says, no, don't get involved.
6: Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but not everything can be measured financially, you know what I mean? The people that I've met, the experiences that I've gained, like I'm a completely different human than I was when I started in mixed martial arts as a teen. I was very quiet and shy and stuff like that. And then obviously I was good at the sport, and as that kind of escalated, it forced me into positions like this where I had to speak and I became so much more confident and, and just better at a lot of different things. So not everything can be measured in money, and I could you know got hit by a bus I could have been working on a building site and got hit in the head with a spanner and ended up injured so you can't live your whole life in fear and well, you, could that or something's you could gonna have played happen. rugby or yeah rugby could have
4: played ice hockey is, play
2: is, 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 is there anybody here in the audience maybe show hands uh, who would let their child uh, get involved in MMA so I think that's uh, I'm going to say 60, 60, I'd 60, 40. Uh, so um, I, and I believe um, we, have, um, we have Jennifer in the audience. Hello, Jennifer. Could uh, Jennifer have the mic there for a second? Jennifer's here, Jennifer Green, and uh, she has brought uh, her 14-year-old son. Um, sorry, I don't know his name. It's Calum. Hi, Calum, how are, how are you? Thanks very much for coming along. <laughs> Jennifer, you'd be happy for Calum to fight?
6: If he wanted to, if that's what it, the, the road he wanted to go down, absolutely, um, I don't think it is. But if he did want to go down that road, you know, I wouldn't stop him if it was a passion of his.
2: Why? Why did you bring him here today? Why, why do you let him follow the sport?
6: Um, I love it. Um, it's Conor McGregor. Um, I'm the same as yourself. I didn't really know about it before Conor McGregor, um, and it, when the fights are on, um, Caelan would watch it every so often. So, um, and, and it is, and I think a lot of the kids, a lot of the kids um, in his school and that would be interested. And you can even see, even in regards to style, you know, when Conor had the bun and the hair and all the, you know. 13, 14 teenagers had the same, you know, style or the, the, the suits and stuff. So um,
5: so you'd be happy enough for him to, to take part anyway. If he yeah? wanted to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks very much. Thanks I think what much. people don't realize is like, you know, when, when you go to train mixed martial arts, you're not put into a gym, like lie down on the ground there and we'll lump the head off you for a few minutes. Like, I mean, Ashley's a great coach. She's a coach at SBG Swords and she's, she's very well renowned for what she does. I mean, for years, you're not, you're, you're not striking at all. You're learning clinch work. You're learning groundwork. You don't really need to to spar for a long time into your MMA training. You don't need to take blows at all until you're about to fight, really. But I mean. There is like no real like I mean there's there is elements of the sport of course a contact sport that is going to be dangerous but you can train in mixed martial arts for a long long time without taking any blows to the head as I'm sure Ashley will attest to.
6: Especially for children and teenagers, uh, they don't do any uh, headshots at all. So when we're doing striking with them, we'll focus on things like schooling and bag work, and then maybe they'll do a little bit of body sparring. But I'm of the opinion that you shouldn't be taking any headshots at all until you're of an age where you can decide for yourself if you want to get hit in the head or not. So if that's going to be 18, then it's 18. And now with the rules of even amateur mixed martial arts, you're not allowed to compete at all until you're 18 years of age.
2: Thank you very much, Ash. We're going to take a break on The Collective. Uh, stay here. We'll be back after this.
6: Are you ready?
3: The Collective debate. One punch. He was out cold. MMA. Love it or hate it.
0: Please I do not. Pick your side. Love it or hate it. It is all over.
2: Okay, welcome back to The Collective here on 2FM. And we've just been joined in the I Love MMA corner uh, by Paddy Hooligan. A round of applause, please, for Paddy. (laughs) Paddy the hooligan, uh, have you dropped the the hooligan moniker?
1: No, no, we still rock on. We still (laughs) rock on. We
2: still rock on. (laughs) Uh, A former uh, fighter, UFC fighter, uh, quite successful. um, But you had to retire from UFC. What what happened?
1: Um, I was born with a really rare blood disorder, called a factor 13 deficiency, which is um, it didn't really affect me to me, it was like diabetes, you know. And then it turned out uh, actually was a problem <laughs> and it was a pretty serious problem. But uh, that's what I do, you know. We just you rock on with it.
2: So, what did you do uh, subsequently when you retired?
1: Um, well, I've, I've been coaching probably for about 13 years now, so um, I've kind of served my apprenticeship alongside John Cavanagh, alongside the rise of the, the team that we've done. I've, I've got to learn an awful lot on the way. And uh, my my plan was to always come back to my hometown of Talle, which I'm pretty proud of staying in. And and open up my own martial arts facility and, and try to help the next generation and and, and learn what I have uh, experienced and, and push it into their minds and, and try to inspire them with really.
2: yeah, it. So far we've kind of talked about uh, MMA, UFC, and, and I have to say uh, for for Ken and for Shane, they they, uh, they bo- both said that it was kind of Conor McGregor that um, yeah, got them interested in the sport. You know, Is there more to MMA than Conor McGregor in your eyes? Um, I, think, I think
1: Kenny's first experience with Conor was actually... Uh, insulting Connor when we won our first fight uh, When Connor won his first fight against Marcus pretty much. Um, I know when Kenny came back from uh, the Olympics That I was watching and I was cheering Kenny on Because cause he's one of my own And that's what I do That's what we all did But I know when Kenny came back Kenny put up a, a kind of a And not it wasn't a joke It, was a, it wasn't it was nice, you know And we didn't enjoy it We didn't take it as a joke was we this a ch- all is, it, is this the tweet
2: you were talking yeah. about? Yeah,
1: the, this, this the, is the tweet So tweet, when we yeah. came out We had just made it All these kids had done 10 years to get where they came and it was horrible to see that one of our heroes had came back and, and insulted us. So did
2: you, f- did you feel like he'd let you down? Did Kenneth let you down? Um,
1: be- it kind of annoyed me because we were behind him. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was doing his thing, we were cheering him on because because he's Irish.
7: Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Like, I, I put my hands up, like I said, before you came in. Like, that was my ignorance. I, I actually retweeted that tweet. Um of the of the, the event so so for me I was ignorant to the sport itself I didn't know anything about MMA or UFC or anything like it because it, it was only it was only early in its days for you for yeah, you guys for me of course yeah so I didn't know anything about it so I just retweeted and of course mm-hmm. I got a lot of abuse which was fair enough yeah. Um and uh, t- like I, as I said to this day I still don't follow it because I just don't have an interest in it and that's just my personal view on it I have no interest I watch Conor fight now because he is Irish and I like the way he fights that's it because when, when I have seen it the boys rolling around the ground. I don't have no interest in cuz I don't understand the certain locks and their holes and all that type of stuff. But
1: you then know. don't comment on something that you don't understand. That's that's what I say but because I, said I know boxing. At start.
7: Yeah, I said that at the start. I made the mistake. But yeah. put my not even not that. the enough. idea was
1: rolling around the ground. It's it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But I don't it's a understand it. See, fair enough. That's fair
7: enough. Of
1: course. So, but yeah. I wouldn't comment on something and say that boxing is 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 flinging these gloves at each other. Right. It's uh, boxing. I don't understand that as much as probably you do, but yeah. well, th- I wouldn't that I wouldn't say because of
7: with the fight that's coming up. Like a lot of UFC supporters and MMA heads think that it's going to be a knockout in four rounds and blah blah blah, and it's kind of taking the it's kind of an insult to the, to the sport of boxing and who he's fighting on the night, which, which is Floyd Mayweather. Now, a lot of MMA heads and UFC boys don't know much about professional boxing as, a, as a, a sole sport, so to come in and insult the sport and Mayweather thinking that it's going to be knocked out in four without even thinking about the, the fight itself and how it's, how it's going to roll out. Is an insult to boxing.
1: The reason why I went to martial arts was because when I went there, I made a family. Now, I can say that I stepped into a boxing ring, I can say that I fought boxing and I I've been, came up as a boxing as, as a kid, but you can't say that you stepped into a martial arts ring, you can't say that you've done jiu jitsu and experienced what I've experienced. I, I know I, the whole I, coin, so we can make I a can better question view on that on it.
7: because I was in a cage before, back in, Being in a
1: cage is 2000
7: hot. and uh, whatever it was. I was down, I was in, uh, I was in actually, I was in Tullamore, I was down there with the Daverns. We were doing a TV show, of Sams H- in the UK. They train under SVG, yes, and, you know, and
1: We're all of I was squash.
7: in and I done a round with them, and he had me in a chokehold in the blink of an eye, and I was I was no good on the ground. That's it's a different sport. I, I didn't know anything about it, and that was respect to him. Now, fantastic yeah. sport. But I said to him, "Let's come up to the up to the boxing club and we we'll do a few rounds." Now, it never happened. It never materialised. But it's a different sport. That's what I'm saying. So to insult boxing by saying McGregor's going to come in and be a boxer at his own sport. I find it hard to take. Uh,
2: Can I just get a show of hands uh, briefly from the audience? Who thinks that uh, McGregor's going to beat Mayweather uh, next weekend? So it's, it's 50-50, Ash. You, you kind of have your hand up. You have your hand up. Okay, so... <laughs> all right, so it's, uh, it's 50-50, clearly. You were going to say something, Shane, there. I wonder if he has to say... Sorry, first
3: of all, who, who do you think is going to win? Uh, uh, Mayweather. I mean, it's a boxing match, isn't it? And uh, it's under the rule of Queensbury rules, as far as I'm aware. Um, so Mayweather, uh, unless he wants to get another soft 100 million but the fact that he's 49-0 he'll surely want to make that 50-0 and who really cares I think at the bottom line who goes to the circus anymore really nobody yes but hang on a second to say who goes to circus yeah. I don't yeah. go to circus because I don't
2: like an- <laughs> I don't like to watch animals in, in a ring are, yeah. you, are you implying that they're animals
3: no I'm not implying they're not making that implication at all What I am saying and Ash did touch on it as well about reality about um, uh, reality TV shows the only thing that makes this different is that it's a stage reality TV show with two personalities who are both ends of the spectrum both ends of the sport are the biggest personalities in their sport and they've come together for one thing and one thing only that's money it's not that about anything Else. It's ching, 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 ching the whole way. And in fairness to Conor McGregor, he has not been, been quite about, about that particular element mm. of, of, the, of the fight. There's no fascination in it for me in terms of the skill sets of either side. Conor McGregor is a highly skilled athlete at what he does. Mm. Floyd Mayweather is one of the greatest boxers of his particular uh, sport Probably in the history of the game, going back, possibly you could include Muhammad Ali, and that you could include Sugar Ray Robinson, that you could you include uh, Thomas Hipman Hearns, and all of the older boxers. Yeah. He is one of the best. So, what this boils down to basically is a show, it's a circus, yeah. and that's what it is. But there's going to be a lot of people at this circus, there's going to be a lot of people pay for this circus, and the bottom line is. McGregor is going to come back on his beautiful jet with 25 million and a lovely little photo and a new, a new watch. Floyd Mildred will go back out to California and he'll, he'll retire probably for the rest of and his I life 50-0. P- and you know what I say? Good luck to good them. To I've no him. problem with that at all. And I think maybe we have, we get into a kind of a debate uh, in terms of athlete versus performance uh, versus practice. The likes of Colin McGregor, he practices to perform at what he's good at. Mm. He's not a boxer. And let nobody stand here. No, let nobody sit but in this ring. Round, hold on, Paddy, hold on. Paddy, let I'm nobody sit in this ring. Let nobody sit in this just ring sec, uh, from, from your technical point of view that he's a boxer. He wouldn't box Snow off a rope when it comes to... T- when it comes, Wait, on the 27th, when, when he comes back, When it comes there, When it comes to playing to fighting somebody okay, okay. with the skill sets okay, well, of, just, of, of, just, of uh, Floyd Mayweather. Let better. Paddy just uh, respond to that.
2: How
1: can you say that? I knew that upset
3: you. I knew that would upset you, Paddy.
1: You can't say that Conor can't box. That's that's not true because i you've done rounds with Conor. Ashland's done rounds with Conor. But but, but but in fairness, in
2: fairness to Shane, sh- no, no I, I, I know what you're saying. You but but Jesus, now I'm talking
1: about like Floyd Mayweather to me. I, I'm a fan of boxing as well. Like I love I love guys like Charles Borley, and, and I know got takes stuff from that as well. So I'm not coming in here just to, as an MMA head. I'm coming in here as as a studying martial artist, studying all of the martial arts, and that's what I do.
3: Top athletes, right? Top top athletes. It has been proven. In terms of psychology, right? What they have is a degree of uh, attentional control. They set clear, clear. Uh, realistic goals. That's what they do. That's what the top, top, top performers do, right? Would Lionel Messi go out tomorrow morning and say I can play scrum half for uh, New Zealand? No, he wouldn't. That's it. But you're so saying realistic goals? We're, saying goals. we're talking no, about somebody that There's is and a realistic NNA goals World and that's champion. what they
1: do. I gotta go the ring, the bell, just ring, just ring the bell.
2: Ringing <laughs> the bell. Ringing <laughs> the bell. Paddy, I have to say in fairness to Shane, like you're saying that you sparred with Connor and Ash. Did you say did you spar with Connor at one point? But that's you're not boxers sparring with a with a boxer, you know, and that's I suppose. Someone did say it to me earlier, it's like a triathlete, you know, he wouldn't enter the Tour de France because it's a different sport. You know you, have to be, you know, you have to be a little bit good at all three disciplines. You know, it, do you know what I mean? So, so well, do you understand?
6: It, yeah. But you still, st- yeah, Ash, go ahead. Who defines realistic? Like, if you look at what Connor's achieved over the last three or four years, if you said, sat and had a chat with Connor, Connor said, I'm going to be the highest paid mixed martial artist ever in the history of the sport, that's not realistic, Connor. Don't think like that. You know what I mean? Who defines what realistic is? Everything no, that he set out to do is managed though, to do you Listen to, to earlier do. on
3: Ash, That's what exactly what I said. He actually he actually set out with a defined uh, roadmap for his career within the sport that he identified that could give him the best platform to make the most money. And
6: that's now what he's he transcended done. this sport and he set a sights on being. But sh- he's, well, he's, he's taking it. your
5: sports, guys, you but, know? but surely this, yeah, it's a as criticism of well boxing well that this is happening. Yeah. It's, not, it's not an MMA fight, like. this is boxing as this I would happen.
2: have to say, that, uh, uh, I follow a bit of GN. the only reason I'm aware of yourself is because, you're, I mean, you're a goalkeeper. Roscommon, common, I would have to say, um, not, a, not one of the top counties, but I'm aware of you because you're a bit of a showman in the goals. Yeah, no so you have used... <laughs> 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 but you have used that personality... Uh, you uh, know, I'm uh, not I'm not uh, gonna say you're not you weren't the best goalkeeper, but you were a showman and people enjoyed that and then you published a book out of it. Yeah. So you did kind of use that entertainment showman, got a book out of it, you know. It, it, so so no, you, you, you I, tried to use it I, for yourself. I you know? agree
3: with that. I think sports people do identify within themselves a roadmap for themselves if they've got the skill sets to do that within I couldn't do that with rugby. I could do it in the so G- what you're saying a. is
2: he's moving outside of his his sport, and and that's wrong. Well,
3: does it, I I just think again it goes back to who goes to see the circus. Mm. I mean this is a staged reality show. Okay. And in fairness no, to McGregor, no, no. in fairness to McGregor, I mean Kenny may have made a mistake and called him out on Twitter, but McGregor knows the power of the, of social media. He has called out Floyd well right, call right from out, yeah. the get go.
2: But but I, I mean to say the circus, like the other aspect of the circus is. The animals are in there against their will. That's another reason I don't go. You guys aren't there against your will. You're adults. You're fighting. You know what's involved. You know what's happening. Ash, I mean, no one ever uh, pushed no, you, not pushed you all. into the it's ring, sure. did they?
6: with mixed martial arts I made my pro debut in 2007 nobody had a clue what mixed martial arts was I was in there because I really wanted to be in there I was there when there was no money there was no fame it was cold damp gyms because I loved the sport that was the only reason why I was there obviously what motivates people to get into the sport now is slightly different because they look at Conor and think that they want to be like him they want to earn what he's earning they want to do what he does but the likes of myself Paddy Cottle Chris Fields all those guys we came when there was nothing. There was no glory on show. It was just the love of the sport.
2: Just in the shed. Just what, point, can I just say, I'll get to you in a minute, why do you think Connor's going to win the fight?
6: I just think that left hand and you can't doubt Connor Anything that Connor has said he's going to do, he's set out and he's done it. You just can't doubt the man. Maybe the first time he said he was going to do something, I had a little, oh, he's a bit mad thinking he's going to do that. Prove me wrong. Next time, prove me wrong. Just doubting him is a waste of time.
1: Thanks, uh, Paddy. But when a boxer's starting off now, their first goal is to get to the rank where they can be paid by the Olympic Council because they're entitled to that. We're not entitled to that. We literally just drag ourselves out of gutter and made what we made. And for people to, to be the lead in charge of that, for, our own, for you to sit there and doubt yourself, that's your own business. If you no, sit there no, and I, say... I, I
3: never, I never oh, no, no, said, no, I never doubt that You said, I couldn't saying be a rugby player. I saying i be no, no, right. Like I'm, well I'm saying it's admirable. It's very admirable for for a sports person to go after what what they want to go after. Absolutely. But again, I think we have to segregate the actual person from the pageantry and the TV show that is... Is basically uh, this fight that's coming up with, with McGregor and Mayweather? What Conor has done, I think, is is incredible. And an actual fact, and in fairness to, to Ash and, and and yourself as well, what you've done for your sport, there's no one having having a go about that or having a having an argument about it. I think that's the same for a GA player setting out his goals. Would I like my child to be getting involved in MMA? No, because I don't like the spectacle. It's not about the, the art. The art in it is 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 a sport, and I think it's. In that, in that that way, it's good. I just need to answer that question. Yeah, go on, Paddy. So the idea is in
1: boxing, okay? You can be knocked out, count the ten round, ten seconds. Get back up. He can knock you out again. You can count it back up, and you can knock you out again. How is that anyway? Spectacle more than somebody getting knocked down, a referee saying that he's actually not there all again, making a professional decision and stopping that fight.
2: Now we have a question How from is the that work? Commu- uh, What's your name? Sorry, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
8: Um. I'm a research scientist. Not that, not that two I, I used to do uh, karate for five years, okay. um, but I haven't done it a long time. Um, a big point of of the against side seems to be the issue of letting children into mixed martial arts gyms to practice because of the spectacle and the um, bravado surrounded by it. But I would just like to ask, personally, having done a bit of martial, mixed martial or karate as a child, I presume that's not what happens in gyms. There's a massive amount of respect, and your kids are well trained and th- i just don't think that's a fair perception the kids might see something on tv but the minute that kid takes that a step further and says i want to get into this i'm sure they go to a place that's very disciplined and full of respect is um, that
2: w- true would you let your own child get involved yes yeah, yeah. 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 patty you want to
1: take so. so? that? I, I have a huge kids program Ashland has a huge kids program already has a huge kids program if you come and see what your kid's program does I, it's incredible what it does for kids. It really is. It's. It's. You think people... Hear. In boxing, they make kids do sit-ups and push-ups where muscle development doesn't start in kids until you have testosterone in your body. So it makes no sense when that's going down. So the idea Sorry, of making... Is it that
7: true, Kent? No, no. So, so that's so, that's so old school. That's old school training. It's still here. It hasn't developed, really, Kenny. No, I tell no, no, no. There's a Look,
1: boxing club the road for me, and I know. As I said it. before,
7: I encourage all kids to get involved in sport, no matter what sport it is, right? Now, first and foremost, but when we go back to this whole MMA sport and is it even regulated of course it's sport- it's regulated by sport ireland 100%
1: it's uh, so it's regulated. not regulated by sport ireland it's in the process of of no, so it's, the
7: been, it's in the process of being, yeah. s- being regulated yeah. so so that's a stumbling block is have at the moment we are
6: safer sporting
1: competing P- than your sport.
6: If you break no. it down into what you mean by regulate, in terms of coaching, in terms of organisation and administration, we're not regulated. In terms of safety, we're very much regulated. We're actually so regulated that our standards for professionals are the same for pro boxing, actually maybe even a little bit higher. Mm. Our amateur fighters have a higher standard of safety than Irish amateur boxers do.
7: Let me ask you a question. Just sorry there. Yeah, go Just on, yeah. You know for me when i see ufc i see mcgregor he's carrying the sport at the moment in fairness yeah on his own what happens when he retires or he, he calls it a day will they have another mcgregor to take his place in ireland anywhere on the planet
6: I'm sure there will. There's up-and-comers Wait. everywhere all over the world, Wait. but Connor well, is... We is a on one, one man, you know? Well, if that's what the UFC want to do, yeah. UFC is a promotion. MMA is not going to die off and Conor. No, no, I, don't. I
7: understand that, yeah, so of course. So if
6: the UFC marketing department can worry about mm. that, I don't need to worry about what the UFC are going to do. I'm worried about the sport of mixed martial arts in terms of what the next generation, to have good things in place for them to get the best out of this sport mm. that I love so much, I want them to benefit too.
2: We have a question from the audience. What's your name? Isolt. Uh, Hi, Isolt. how are you?
6: I'm not too bad. Have you
2: any background in? Are you an MMA fighter?
8: Uh, I am not. Um, are you a I fan? love both sports, so both boxing and MMA, and I'm a lawyer. So I've looked into a bit of the stuff on the, it being a sport. Technically, it's not a sport recognised in Ireland, but they have the most comprehensive programme in terms of the safe MMA, which Ashland is involved in, for protecting their athletes. And I suppose my question was for the guys in favour of boxing I know when I book a boxing pay per view fight to watch it's because you've the build-up. Like, even this week, Eddie Hearn's trying to decide on AJ's next opponent. He's not going... Who's going to not trash talk? They call each other out. They do the exact same thing. The only difference is it's on a bigger stage when it's Mayweather and McGregor. It's the same thing in smaller boxing fights. That's what sells fights. Like, I don't see where boxing is different in that respect.
2: Yeah, I mean, the trash talking happens in boxing, doesn't it?
7: It's entertainment business. It's about pay-per-views and putting bums on seats. And if you have two people sitting opposite each other... Now, in fairness, if you look at Joshua his last week against Klitschko. There was no ill s- speak amongst the pair of them. And that was a massive seller because of who they were mm. and, and the standard that that, that was, you know, un, I suppose, on show They're probably not fighting for Savage.
2: screen time, the same, same as UFC yeah, fair and fairness. Yeah. They probably got to that level that everyone was aware of them. We've got another question from from, from the audience there. Uh, your, ne- your name, please, uh, sir. Ross. Hi, Ross. How are you? How are you? And how are you? <laughs> What's your background?
0: Um, I'm a massive follower. I've been following MMA since UFC 1, 1993. I had it when it was Tank Abbott and all the boys in yeah, denim shorts, knocking the heads off each other. But then I actually trained in, I moved to America in 2006 and trained in the lines then for a couple of years under with the likes of Edwin Deweese and uh, Joe Riggs and stuff. So I was there for a while. Before it was big over here. Um, I just want to put this whole sport thing, is it or isn't it a sport? The actual definition of a sport is uh, any activity with physical exertion and skill by an individual or team for entertainment. So it's definitely a sport. All right, we'll put that um, to bed. Yeah. And just uh, earlier on, Kenny, you were saying about you didn't like the way that Connor kind of carried himself and the way he talked uh, with because the kids looking up to him and all, but like arguably the greatest boxer of all time Fly Mayweather I mean he has about five wives seven kids with different women and a strip club so it's hardly something for kids charges. to look up to really is it there <laughs> don't forget <laughs> the charges
1: don't forget the charges well, you with the cha-
0: you? yeah
2: <laughs> and the assault charges depends on what you want for your children Ross in fairness you know
0: <laughs> but I just want to know what the difference is there then with, with the life yep. that he lives the lavish life for for young he boxers he coming up, compared to McGregor, uh, to
2: ke- compared to Connor. So Ross is, uh, a boxing is full of uh, neer do wells that aren't a good example for the children
7: either. Well, that's true enough, and I agree with you on that one because he is a scumbag as well. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is. In fairness,
1: as well, Kenny. <laughs> i be careful. We're in <laughs> a boxing
7: Now he is a scumbag, and fair enough, he was beating women and all, which is which is shocking and it's it's you know uncalled for. But for him to be retired and to be called back out to fight in this fight, all he's seen is the dollar signs. The, the same as McGregor. The two of them are in it for the money. Let's let's call a the spade here yeah it's entertainment. entertainment and it's money and it's it's dollars
6: we wouldn't not have be been a time there's only money theory. to be made because people want to see it exactly you we'll don't get money of course there, ma- behind closed doors. there
2: may have been a time in, in your career Ken that someone might have said look we'll give you a million if you fight somebody uh, mixed martial arts would it have been something you ever would have been interested if you thought oh, I'm going to be comfortable for the rest of my of life of course
7: I would have yeah. yeah
6: Yeah. no problem i okay. all. get into the cage no yeah. problem could have fought Connor Definitely. over that tweet yeah. just come back come back just
3: come back clearly on, we spoke about rules and regulations and, and the lady there spoke about being a lawyer and that. If you're asked to sign a waiver, does that mean that the rules and regulations are rendered redundant?
8: If you're asked to sign a waiver, it depends yeah. on the content of a waiver. So let's say, are you saying a parent giving consent to a child playing sports?
3: Uh, well, uh, from my understanding of MMA and UFC, the, the, all of the, the um, protagonists are asked to sign a waiver.
1: Let me tell you something about a waiver. A waiver doesn't mean anything when it Hold comes to... Hold on a second. You, t- t- you t- asked, right? you asked the right? Correct. I'm
8: actually agreeing. A waiver because means nothing.
1: <laughs> a waiver is it, uh, to, to, to inherit someone from seeing yeah, And that's all it is.
8: But at the end of the day, a waiver can still be disregarded. 100%. If you have someone who blatantly ignores the rules, irrespective of a waiver, it's still a piece of paper at the end of the day. I'm saying and
3: that... As you, know, as you know, a signed piece of paper is uh, generally... Uh, can, can stand up in, in so course. it course. helps
8: but it isn't in, it isn't definitive so it, the same way if you let your child go and play GA if they get a hurl to the side of the head are you going to say, "Well, they signed a waiver"? The no, they're now. not. They're
3: not asked to sign a waiver in the G. But we, the, po- no the kids point are. being, they are. The yes, they are. Every, and every, every I've, as well. I've been involved for in 45 years, and I've never been asked to sign a waiver. As but I'm not here, saying no you you need to get the regulations, regulations
4: <laughs> together. I'm on the waiver.
3: Can I just get everyone to hand back their
4: waivers?
2: We just need to shred them. We're going to take another break. We'll be back you know, after this. It's the Collective on Two FM
0: collective debate I'm going to knock him out inside four rounds MMA love it or
2: hate it down. welcome back you're listening to uh, the collective on 2FM it is the uh, MMA love hate debate um, we have to talk about the big fight that's happening this Saturday it's Mayweather it's McGregor everybody's uh, talk about it if you don't know what it is you've probably been living under a rock we have uh, Kenneth Egan here um, Olympic silver medalist Kenneth you don't think that McGregor's going to win how do you see the, the fight playing out
7: First and foremost, like I don't know what kind of a camp has been taken on board with McGregor and, and how he's, obviously with the sparring part he had in that cowboy Paul Mandinagy it was a disaster from f- straight off because he he's not going to emulate Mayweather whatsoever so that was a, a bad mistake maybe it was it was part of the, of the cover-up or whatever but if you look at McGregor being a southpaw and Mayweather has beaten plenty of southpaws he beat Pacquiao, one of the best southpaws on the planet now, McGregor's bigger he's going to be heavier on the night but McGregor has no defence. Okay? So can I stand up here? Yeah, yeah? stand up Yeah. yeah. You, do you want to just hold that mic there? Can you hear me? You can. Yeah. yeah. So, so paw, there's McGregor, right? Here's Mayweather's soap Now everyone talks about this left hand that has to land. This massive left hand that McGregor has. That's all he has really, right? He's a left hand of Southpaw, isn't he? Yeah, okay, so all the power's there. All Mayweather has to do is move to his left. All the time. All the time, move it to his left. Now, when he does throw this left hand, McGregor, this right hand comes down very low. Very, very low in all the shots. So, if Mayweather can slip that backhand, which he's probably going to see coming from a mile away, left hand, right hand, left hand, wherever he wants. As long as he avoids this by moving left, that's, that's the fight nullified. What else has McGregor got? Or in the left hand? Well,
0: okay, left we'll, we'll put it to... Yeah. put. It, yeah, put it. I
1: think Connor can keep Mayweather inside the left hand okay. and fight the, the, the foot on the outside. Okay. Now, Mayweather uses the shoulder roll so yeah. well, so he leans down into it. So as he goes down into the shoulder roll, yeah. he's actually coming yeah. straight yeah. into yeah. the left yeah. hand. Yeah. And even though his back hand is up, he's going to be eating that over the top all the time.
7: Now, that's fair enough. Now, the thing with McGregor is, his left hand is, is super left hand, but it's very obvious. You can see it coming from a mile away. Now, McGregor, he's going to be moving this way to try and keep me inside... It's going to be a battle at the, foot, at the lead foot, at the start, right? Yeah. But If Mayweather can get that right hand in, which is going to be quicker, I, I feel, it'll be, be, be faster.
1: For you. Is it Ivan Burgessier? That's his name. Burgessier. He walks right onto it, and Conor McGregor, or, uh, Ivan
7: throws that hand, because Conor sees it, he slips it, yeah. Long, yeah. and yeah. he yeah. literally stiffs him. But what's going to happen with, 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 this is all good, this is good stuff, but That's the thing with Mayweather it. is, he's going to faint, he's going to suss out what kind of movements are going to happen with McGregor. So he's going to throw a faint, McGregor could throw something back, He's going to see that. He's going to, he's going to collect data. That's what he does in his fights. Collect data for the first three or four rounds, and then he'll just take them apart. The thing I worry about McGregor is, he's going to be throwing loads of shots, big shots, trying to nail him. And he's going to miss, and when he misses, he's going to ooze out energy. And don't forget, this is a 12-3 minute fight. This is not, this is not over 5-5s. Five 12-3s. And when you start missing you opponents, you get tired.
1: Can I comment on that one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So- We're saying that and when Conor fights five fives, right, and we get 1 minute rest, that's 5 minute rest in a 25 minute fight. Now this is a 12 round fight which has 12 minutes rest in it and only nearly half of the rounds because it's got 3 minutes. So we're fighting for half a round and we're only using hands. There's no takedowns, there's no kicks to the legs, I don't have to worry about this kick in the head, I just have to worry about that right hand, that's all he has to worry about and he literally can lean on Mayweather, he's heavier, he's younger. Mayweather's 40 years of age and everyone's going on like he's a triathlete.
7: <laughs> he hasn't fought in two years this is going to be an interesting you fight know I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th-
2: I think what we're saying is going to be an interesting fight yeah basically Yeah. round, round of applause for two guys thank you very much right um, we've come to the end thanks very much for all our contributors it was excellent uh, thanks uh, Pete Ash, Paddy, Shane, Kenneth, Um, great stuff. Uh, We have to ask everybody, I suppose. I mean, you've all expressed your opinions. We'll just go around the table, Kenneth. Who's going to win?
7: I predict Mayweather, late stoppage.
2: Late stoppage, so it's going to go. It'll mm. be a long fight. Mm. So That'll be great, because that would be worth staying up 1, for a 1,000
7: euro, right, here, right <laughs> now. No, I'm not a gambler Fairly man. It. I'm not a gambler if man. doesn't stop him. 1,000 euro.
1: Oh, yeah, I thought I said well, on here, Twitter. Mayweather will e- not finish, mate. Uh, we we'll a For 1,000 euro. We put the bet on here right now. No, no, no. Yeah.
7: I'm, not, I'm not a gambler man. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You no. were gambling on Twitter last week. Go on, Kenneth. Go on. The gamble was a 1,000 euro.
1: That Mayweather would that not would finish. He would
7: win. Mayweather would win. You yeah. said he'd finish him. No, it tells him that he would win.
1: I'm trying to put a bet on what you just said.
7: Yeah. It, 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 what did you say? Just, to just. To just to, yeah. What? what you does it? it tells me Mayweather to win. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that it? Is that? But
1: he won't take it. I'll put a ta- to win. A, a, a to On points. On points. a points. thousand euros, he said, if Mayweather runs away, right, and the 13th round is medieval times, and everyone Go leaves the room, <laughs> Mayweather dies. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> because he lays rules. But if Mayweather <laughs> runs away, it's boxing rules. You have to understand It's boxing rules. So what I'm saying to you, if Mayweather will not finish Connor. You, you can have the boxing rules because it's all your rules. Yeah. And if he doesn't finish Connor, that's an embarrassment to boxing. I'm it saying a thousand euros that he will right. not finish. I'm not, I'm not a gambling man. Because you know.
7: No,
2: no. Because you know. We'll bring it out to the car yeah. park after. Either here. that, Kenny, or you haven't got a thousand
7: euros. That's it, yeah.
3: Shane, <laughs> who's going to win? Well, look, at the, um, I don't know anything it, it, really about it. the technicalities of of MMA. Uh, a little bit about boxing, as I followed it when I was young. But Mayweather, or McGregor, Mayweather, Mayweather, Ash,
6: Connor, obviously.
5: Peachy. All logic says Mayweather. To be honest, for me, um, but. Sorry. He's broken ranks. But I can't rule Connor out. Like, I don't agree with people who are saying that Connor doesn't have any chance. Like, I, d- I don't believe that for a second. But logic says Mayweather. So it sounds him. like it's going to be a good fight. Paddy, we know your feelings, don't we? He's going Mayweather.
2: Yeah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to continue this off air, possibly in the car park. We've got gloves and everything. It's going to be good. Thanks very much for everybody for coming. Right, Thanks so- for everybody. You've been listening to the collective on 2FM. Thank you very much. Good night. Stay safe. Enjoy the fight. Are you ready? The collective debate. It is all over! 2FM.